Well, good day. I thought I'd just share. Uh, this weekend I had my 11th class of the Devi Mahatna, uh, which is just um, it's a treatise on the nature of self, of universe. Uh, it's no different than the Yogacara. It's no different, I mean, than the Bhagavad Gita or Pantanjali's uh, Yoga Sutras, the Upanishads even. But what's funny <clears throat> is, I mean, I don't want to waste uh, the professor's time, right? Because I respect him a great deal. I didn't want to waste his time with questions, but I also um, want to make sure it's, what would you call it, uh, timely, because they've asked for the questions, and, and I guess for the same reason, because I'm so chuffed about the material that I'd uh, be um, likely to, to waste, and one person did in, uh, in another speech, which, which actually relates... Um, which is funny. Yeah, so right after my class on Sunday, um, which for me, I was going to ask the professor um, a question. So I didn't really want to really bother him about this. My question had to do with, I've asked this question before and he misunderstood I asked a question about this synergy between the teachings, right? Yogacara, Shaivism, Vedanta, Buddhism, uh, the Tibetan Rite, Chan, Zen, and I mean, it goes from there too. There's other, other traditions that aren't that different. Now, I didn't, didn't really want to, and I almost did because he mentioned that, that him as a Shaivist was told to practice with Vedanta. He's mentioned Yogacara, he's mentioned Nagarjuna. So I wanted to mention this because he's mentioned the word upakara. I've mentioned upakara, which is the word that Vatsubandhu used for self, the nature of self, right? That which is right near at hand that I've translated, but it's a little more complicated than that. It's contextual. So it was timely, but I, I again, didn't want to waste his time, and there seemed to be more than enough questions. But then there ended up to be, there seemed to be not enough questions. So I started to think about maybe asking this question. So initially I said, so in Germany, and I'm paraphrasing because it's, it's on the computer, yeah, uh, not here. So I asked him when he was in Germany, this says uh, Acharya Timosina, he um he got, uh, began his education in Nepal, and, and don't quote me on this, and got his uh, first PhD, maybe his second PhD, in, in Germany. And it was about translating some of these texts, particularly Sanskrit. And so I wanted to ask him about, right in Germany, uh, was there any discussion about the influence of the Upanishads, the Vedas, right? Uh, Max Mueller, uh, Nietzsche, Wilhelm, uh, Jung. And I, and I hesitated to ask the question, and then, crazily enough, he actually said, and I quote him, he said, um, this idea of Shakti, this being, uh, our true nature of self, true self, soul, the Atman, 
Shakti, Shakta, is what he said, self-aware creativity. I've mentioned this over and over again, and I went back to uh, Nietzsche's Zarathustra yesterday, and absolutely, this idea of a self-aware creativity, Shatsun. So I wanted to ask him about this Shatsun, this, this uh, man is the evaluator. Um, and I wanted to ask if there was this discussion about the influence that it had. And so, obviously, because I didn't have a question in the queue before the question and answer began, and that's bothersome. Obviously, they don't wait till the speech is over to ask their questions, but neither here nor there. They'd be there. <clears throat> I wouldn't be as nice. So I wanted to ask a question. I said, um, is there a discussion? Is it, is it uh, uh, them ignoring the uh, incredible influence that uh, um, the, the Upanishads, uh, the Vedas, uh, well, whatever had been translated at the time on Schopenhauer, on Nietzsche, on Jung, on Emerson, on you name it. And so I didn't even end up having to uh, ask my question because the answer is simple, that they don't really talk about the connections. Because the Acharya actually talked about how you can trace. Right? Talking about gurus recently, he says none of them can trace their roots back. But he says when it comes to some of these traditions, these Shaivism, Vedanta, and Yogacara, I'm sure is what he means, these traditions that can be traced back, you know, to the Epicenic, the Puritanic, uh, the Vedic. I can't remember exactly how he mentioned it. Um, just off the top of my head here. But the fact that these traditions could be traced back to some of the original teachings makes them write this viable source. So what he said was, it's not just somebody saying, hey, listen to me, I'm a guru, but it's also something that's based on, I guess, anecdotal, you could say, that they've used this, so universal uh, lessons that we've learned, the way I like to mention it, right? <clears throat> but that answered the question that, no, they don't teach. They don't teach how um, just a few of these translations. Right? Remember, Mueller and uh, Nietzsche, I can't remember the name, I should have looked them up too, but I said to the wife I couldn't remember the guy's name, but Nietzsche had a buddy just up the road who was uh, a translator, an expert on this stuff, and uh, we, I guess they don't teach, because he never mentioned um, that this uh, influence transcends more than just some of the context that we're learning uh, learning about Shaivism and the Devi Mahatmya, but it, it, it goes, if it goes into this German Enlightenment period, it influenced arguably everything that went forward, because this German Enlightenment period influenced a lot that came after. If it influenced the uh, um, uh, Emerson and Whitman, uh, the same can be said on the other side of the world, but I thought I would share that, that um, there seems to be a mist. And again, as I said, I went back to Nietzsche's Zarathustra. Um, 
most of, uh, well, I re-listened to Axiom again a couple times prior to this, getting ready to class this weekend, this past weekend. Um, but no, yesterday, after, <clears throat> and today again, listening to Zarathustra, and I'm not, um, I'm not wrong. Absolutely. For some reason, this connection, uh, this synergy, this string that uh, goes back uh, and forward. And it's funny because the lessons within Shaivism is this universal uh, truth of, of all being part of this Maya. We're all um, interconnected beings. So the fact that it's missed that this truth it's funny because you really could be uh, you could be quite chuffed about it that even though it's a universal truth that transcends time and geography um, it was very specifically the Indian subcontinent that uh, seemed to have caused a number of renaissance uh, periods a number of times where these truths um, were awakened in other cultures because of, well, maybe the way Emerson said, uh, experience is universal, but being able to transcend uh, the limitations of language and, <coughs> well, you know what I mean. Thank you for uh, listening.